You like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me another one. Tony Bruno. <laughs> you say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. How come I don't hear nothing? Oh, there it is. Hello, we are not storming Area 51, but we are storming South Philadelphia today. Looking for anything that matters. And unfortunately, it doesn't. Except the show here live from the wine cellar in the heart of South Philly on a beautiful, thirsty Thursday. Autumnal fall is in the air, Robin. Fall. Can you feel it? It is. It's it's nipply, Tony. Nipply? It is a little nipply. I turned uh, the air conditioning off for the first time, opened the windows, but no doors. Robin, you have to turn the volume down on this TV set over here. Yep. The one you were watching last night when you were watching crappy shows downstairs. It was not crappy, Tony Bruno. <laughs> it sounded crappy to me. It was fantastic. I went on a total binge. What crappy show were you binging last night, Robin? It was a Netflix show well, called... Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks <laughs> quite yet. It was called Into the Dark about Not a, Into the Night. No. Into the Dark about a uh, a blind woman who uh, has life issues. And oh, then, sounds really, really stimulating. And then her uh, one of her very good friends gets murdered. I mean, it's just... It, she and she ends up helping find out who the killer is. It's a fantastic show. The writing was awesome. Now, how many seasons of this do you have to endure now? How many, is this like five seasons you have no, to get I think caught it's up? Just, I think it's just a one season kind Good. of thing. Good, get it out of my face. I, I'm over Netflix. Let me just make that perfectly clear right now. I am over Net. There's not one thing on Netflix. Anytime I turn it on and I think it's going to be a good show. It sucks. This is such a crock of shit. It exactly. absolutely is. You are absolutely correct about that. It is a crock that. of shit. Tony's... Netflix sucks, by the way. No. Um, In that my person, humble opinion, which is all I can give. That person is agreeing with me that your statement was a crock of Netflix is a waste of money. I'd cancel it immediately. Meanwhile, <clears throat> that's just my humble opinion. And by the way, I'm paying for it. I don't want to pay for another month of Netflix. I want that crap off my TV. It's all about saving money right now. We only have 10 years Boom, left, Robin. I want to have money for the last 10 years of my life. Or I might not even last that long. Because that's the one thing I love about it. Nobody knows when they're going to die. Hey, Tony, can you turn my headset up just a little bit more? Just an RCH? Just an RCH. Thank you, Robin. Ah, thank you. We got a lot of stuff today. We got daytime baseball. I got my eyes, ears, nose, and throat all over it. Phillies and Braves. And all of a sudden, Robin, do you believe... In the baseball gods, do you believe that Gabe Kapler may be salvaged as his team continues to rise up? Here down the stretch they come. Phillies have won two in a row. They're underway. They're in the bottom of the third. Braves are the man on second. One out in Atlanta at SunTrust Park. An afternoon action. Phillies going for the sweep, which they have to go for. Except that ball is high. That ball is far, and it is foul. Or is it gone? Can't tell because that camera. No, he. it is gone. Home run. Terrible camera work there in Atlanta. 
And guess who just hit a two-run home run? Mr. Acuna Jr., 432 feet in the bottom of the third off, third off Aaron Nola, and the Braves, trying to avoid the sweep, are on the board 2-0 in the bottom of the third. Nola, this baby was right down Broadway, right down Broad Street, right down the old poop chute, and that baby was unloaded into the left field bleachers, up into the Hank Aaron boxes up there, whatever the hell that is. That's not the chop house, right? Acuna Jr. So anyway, that's the baseball story. Phillies are three games out of the wild card, but there's so many big series. Too little, too late, I don't know. They still have, what, 13 games left? And, of course, um, the question is, can a strong finish for the Phillies save Gabe Kapler's job? I think most people are rooting against that happening. Now, you're a fan, so you want to see your team you know, play well down the stretch. Right. You still have a mathematical chance, but you have a lot of hurdles in front of you. Not Clint Hurdle. He's going to be gone in Pittsburgh at the end of the year. There's no doubt about that. But you've got <clears throat> the Braves here trying to finish off a sweep. You've got Aaron Nola, who, let's be honest, is their ace, but hasn't exactly been phenomenal. In fact, Nick Pavetta was a better pitcher in the month of September than Aaron Nola so far. And so it's 2 nothing. Another, another man on base. The Phillies have to go to Cleveland after this, and the Cleveland Indians are involved in a crazy race in the American League wild card. And then you got to go to Washington for five games. Washington trying to hang on to the first wild card. Could anything happen? As they say, yes. Will it happen? And I'm not rooting against the Phillies. I just don't think. I think it's too little too late. You shouldn't be in a position where the second straight year You've got to find a way to win games. Not just, well, last year I had no shot of winning a playoff berth. This year, trying to win a playoff spot, a wild card, and also trying to finish over 500 to avoid a losing season for the first time since last year. But they haven't had a winning season since 2011. So maybe they get hot and they win enough games not to qualify for the playoffs, but to have a winning season. Is that enough to save Gabe Kapler? We'll find out down the stretch. Meanwhile, we'll keep an eye on the daytime baseball. Got the big series this weekend, Cubs and Cardinals, four games at Wrigley, and then they got three more games next weekend in St. Louis. So those two teams are going to determine who wins the division and certainly who will get the first wild card with all these games together. Now, the Nationals, the Brewers, they're in the mix too, and the Phillies and Mets are sort of in the mix, three games out. But the Indians in the American League, A's still plus two for that first wild card. They're up on uh, Cleveland. They're up on the Rays by two for the second wild card. And then uh, Cleveland's only a half game out. So still some battles going on. The Yankees have yet to clinch the division, even though they're one win away from number 100. They will, obviously, as they continue their series and finish off the uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland, adjacent Angels today and tonight. And then you got the Astros have already clinched a playoff spot, and you got the Braves and the Dodgers already in, and the Yankees obviously are going to lock down that division at 99 wins, and that's the baseball news. Meanwhile, we got all kinds of football news today, Robin. We've got other updates too. Remember, we got a double header today, <clears throat> so this will be a two-hour extravaganza today. Today it's going to be one to three Eastern time. Correct. And then we'll pack up the family truckster again and head on up to King of Prussia, my most dreaded ride 
of any of the road trips that we make is getting on the Schuylkill Expressway westbound any time after 3 o'clock in the afternoon trying to get to King of Prussia. Now, everybody goes through this. I'm glad I don't have to do it twice a day like people who have to drive to work and go in and out of that same traffic every day. It happens all over the country. So I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just saying it's, of all the things we do, that one ride frustrates me more than anything else, Robin. Yeah, I mean, there is definitely a a contingent of road rage that is a possibility on Not with me. I don't don't get involved in road rage, Robin. Ah. So stop with the, the, stop with the, phony, fake news narratives. I don't get outraged. I don't even, I, as long as I know that I don't have to be there at a certain time, I'm fine. When Are I have you? to be somewhere, when I allow two hours to get someplace that should only take an hour, then I get a little antsy. I wouldn't say outraged. Are you trying to tell me that you do not <laughs> raise your voice and swear? No. At pa- when was the last time you saw AJ me? AJ in San Antonio. Well, I, yeah, that, was, that, was, that was different. That week was different. There oh. were some situations developing in the Situation Room with Wolf ah, Blitzer. okay. But I normally don't get angry. I sit there. I'm driving. I'm relaxing. I, I, you know, I'll say, boy, look at that asshole. He's probably on their phone in the left lane. And I always say he first. And then it turns out to be a woman. So at least I'm not <laughs> – I don't normally just assume everybody who's a douchebag in the left lane who's not getting out of the left lane back into the right lane is automatically a guy. Mm. And then, unfortunately – Many times it happens to be a woman, douchebag, who's on her phone, not douching, but she's on her phone texting and driving. That's what irks me. Not to the point where I want to get out of the car and and get a sledgehammer and start smashing it. Not not to the point where I want to do the pit maneuver and get to the one bumper and get that thing spinning around and around and around right into the other guardrail on the other side of the road. Not that angry. I don't get that. Dean Dean goes, would you like me to come up and become your designated driver? Oh, hell no, Dean. No, I don't want to take my life in my hands. At least Tony drives safely. Yes, I do. I don't drive like a psycho. I would never let Dean. If Dean were an Uber or Lyft driver and I didn't know him and he showed up at the house to pick us up when Uh we get Lyft uh or Uber and, and I saw him driving... Within a block, I would tell him to stop the car so I could get out. Let me out. get out. Let me get out. This is not a white lie, although I am white. But hey, I did. Conrad, and by I- the way, I can I can absolutely promise you, the faithful Tony Bruno listener for decades, I have never worn white face or brown face. But I have breaking news from the. Let's dig back into people's uh, school pre uh, school programs or high school yearbooks mm-hmm. to find out whether they wore brown face face black face. I have breaking news from the political front. This just in, according to the finest news source in the world, the Babylon Bee. Elizabeth Warren admits to wearing pale face at a college costume party, ladies and gentlemen. She must immediately resign. The Babylon Bee is a parody site, for those of you who still don't get that. How, how perfect is that headline, right? Elizabeth Warren admits to wearing pale face at college costume I should, party. I should <laughs> dig through all of my old costume uh, photographs of when I was in high school because I was a theater geek. So, so did you ever have to wear a black face or a brown face or a yellow face or? I think that I did have a, a resting a, bitch face or. <laughs> no, that's my normal look, Tony. <laughs> No makeup required for that one, unfortunately. Uh, 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 
All right, stop. Let's get serious here, Rob. This is a serious okay, show here. Serious. This is serious journalism here. This isn't CNN or I'll MSNBC or Fox. Be much more serious that Meanwhile, <laughs> we have uh, we have a Thursday night game coming up in football, and now I have breaking news from Josina Anderson at, at ESPN. Quote. I'm told Jalen Ramsey is fine playing Thursday night football tonight, but a source just told me he doesn't anticipate being a member of the Jags next Sunday. Not this coming Sunday in a couple of days, because that's already been cleared up. Let me finish her tweet, and then I'll explain how crazy this whole Jalen Ramsey thing is. Again, Josina Anderson on Twitter. Teams like Kansas City, Baltimore, Minnesota, Oakland, Philadelphia, Seattle have all made substantive inquiries. But my understanding is almost every team has at least placed a call. So those teams, does that mean almost every team in the NFL has placed a call or just those teams? Teams like Kansas City, Baltimore, Minnesota, Oakland, Philadelphia, Seattle have all made inquiries. But my understanding is almost every team has at least placed a call. So that sounds like not just those teams that she mentioned – Pretty much every team in the NFL has called the Jacksonville Jaguars yes. asking about what it's going to take to get him on their team. He's going to play tonight. But this is the best part. Adam Schefter actually had to call the NFL because one team in particular wanted to know that obviously they can't make a trade by tonight. He's going to play tonight. Yeah. And he says he wants to play, and the coach says they're okay, and obviously he's a professional. And why would he not play? He would just damage his own reputation exactly. if he decides I'm not going to play tonight because now we already have the players running amok in the league proving that they're more important than the team. They can do whatever the hell they want even though they have contracts. So the NFL has to get this under control. Again, the players are the stars. The owners aren't the stars. I get all that. But now you've got a league that's completely out of control where players who are unhappy being on shitty teams now have decided I don't want to be on a shitty team anymore. I want to do what the NBA does. I want to be with, do what LeBron and all these guys in the NBA do. I want to go to a team where I can win. And, oh, by the way, at least LeBron, when he does it, does it at the proper time. He doesn't just up in the middle of the season after his team loses a couple of games and say, get me out of here, like people are doing in Miami and now the Jets in New York and all these other teams that suck. That's not how it works in the real, real world. You don't go work for a company and then a week into your job say, you know, this company sucks. There's a better company out there. I'm going to go find them. That's not how it works. Now, in the real world, we don't have a contract. You can get up and leave anytime you want. Right. But when you're contracted to somebody, yes. there's terms of the agreement that you must abide by. Correct. And so while I understand the players don't want to play for shitty teams, nobody wants to be on a shitty team. So anyway, so now you've got a situation where teams not only have called the Jacksonville Jaguars inquiring about what it would take to get Jalen Ramsey off their team. They now have asked, which is an absolutely it, – it's actually not a stupid question, but it's one that the league responded to properly. In other words, if Jalen Ramsey plays tonight for the Jacksonville Jaguars, which he will, mm-hmm. can a team make a trade for him tomorrow, Friday, and then have him play for that team on Sunday in the NFL? Now, there would be something. But it can't because you know why? Why? Because the NFL, you could only play – One player can only play one game a week. And since the NFL week starts on Thursday night football, remember, Thursday night football is not the end of last week. It's It's the the start of week three. So tonight starts week three. Therefore, Jalen Ramsey plays tonight. 
he can't play for another team on Sunday because that would be two games for two different teams in one week. But he There's could. only one thing better than two games for two different teams in one week, Robin, and you know what that is. Two chicks at the same time. Yes, it is now. Um, where is it? Where is it? Tebow's Pretzel checking in saying, breaking, I'm told Jalen Ramsey demanded trade after he felt intimidated in the locker room after showering next to Nick Foles. Well, yeah, but Nick, uh, I just posted something earlier. I found this uh, archaeological find. You know I'm big into archaeology and science Absolutely. and those things. Absolutely, yeah, you're very... So scientists, uh, archaeologists have found this rock in the middle of somewhere. I don't know where it is. I didn't break down the story. So I saw it and immediately had to post that picture as the Jaguar fans' tribute to Nick Foles, who, of course, is on the shelf now and unavailable to play tonight. And there he is, Nick Foles, resting comfortably in Jacksonville. Now, of course, people are saying, well, wait a minute. That's pretty thick, but that's not Nick Foles. You don't realize how far down that goes. That is resting hard cock face right there, so to speak. That doesn't – it's like – People don't realize this, but headstones in cemeteries, uh-huh, uh-huh. they don't just stick it in there. It goes down deep. So just that's like the Nick said. Foles rock, <laughs> that's just the tip for just a second on that particular penis rock. How come they don't have a penis rock in Sedona? You know, we go there, they have coffee pot yes, rock. Yes, yes, they have, they have bell rock. They have all these rocks that look like things. But you there's know, no penis rock in Arizona. I it's an would, outrage. If, if they did, I know that I would be one that would play homage, pay homage, not play homage, pay homage. I'd put crystals around it and pray. Oh, exactly. You know how many women would be down there worshiping at the penis rock? When they find out where this rock is, the one that the archaeologists found, can you look that up? Because I saw the story this morning. But apparently it's a very new, recent archaeological find. And it is a rock that is hard as a rock. It's not the length, it's the width of this rock that I think is going to uh, bring people from all over the world. Forget about going to Area 51 this weekend, which is still on, by the way. We will have an Area 51 update. This is the weekend, and people have already started showing up, Robin, to storm Area 51. We'll have an update on that, too. You know what they say at that uh, that archaeological... You have an archaeological find update, Robin? Well, uh, I, I wasn't exactly sure... You know, your mom's an archaeo- your mom's an, uh, yeah, a linguistic anthropologist. Doesn't have anything. So to do she's with been that. in the woods. She's been in looking for long lost tribes. Yes. So this is similar because th- because not, of your mother's not even ba- close. Just play along, Robin, for Christ's sake. <laughs> your you and your mom have been in jungles. Have been in you've been in faraway places uh-huh. where there probably are archaeological remnants that haven't been unearthed yet. True. But. We're talking about research here. So you, so you were talking. <laughs> you never been, play along with me, Robin. I I'm know, trying to give you but credit. But you're so far some, off on no, that No, I'm one. not. Your mom's a linguistic yes. anthropologist. But anthropologist, archaeology and anthropology I understand there's have a difference. nothing to do with Anthropology is a store where they sell all kinds of, like, vintage stuff. I totally understand the difference between anthropology <laughs> and archaeology. <laughs> yes. The second floor so of the there. The second floor of the, of the arch, <laughs> anthropology stores. You've been in an anthrop. We've been in yes. it many times. Yes. They're all over the place. Yes. It always smells good in there, too. It does. They have does. some sort of, like, oils. Patchouli oil. Patchouli oil, all kinds of incense and shit, so that when you buy that overpriced piece of stuff that looks vintage but really isn't, and it's made in China, you just feel cool when you go in there, don't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Back to the research that I was doing on Penis Rock. Let's go back to the Penis Rock update already in progress. Now, I uh, the 
I, I didn't know exactly how to search for it because there wasn't really anything other than the fact that it was a your, your photograph, right? Not my so photograph. I, that's not me, by the way. No, so Although I, I, I would, you know, in, if people want to think that's me, I can now send that out on Tinder. I can make that my Tinder photo yes, you now. Could. Right? Yes. Wouldn't that be awesome to make that your Tinder photo? <laughs> photo? But that'd be a good one. <laughs> but so the first thing that I found when I, uh, I, I, Typed in penis rock formation. That's not Fraggle Rock. That was a kid's no, show on I HBO back in the day. Penis rock formation. I find out, find, this is the very first story that came across. Norwegians raise cash to re-erect penis rock. <laughs> so that's where it was found in Norway? No. Oh. This is a different penis rock. Bonehenge? <laughs> it's called, no, no, no. That Burton Gus Bonehenge. I think, I think po- Bonehenge might. Oh, oh, shit. You did it again. <laughs> SR twenty deep oh four. Bonehenge might be the translation of the Norwegian word troll picking. Troll picking. Troll picking is a popular tourist attraction, um, but it broke. The penis broke. Oh, the penis broke. Yeah, the penis. Isn't rock there a broke. commercial for that? Like the curve at night when you say, "If you have the curve, you know it could be dangerous. You could break that thing. People don't realize it." There's a lot of there's a lot of here penis rock rises again. Where oh, are no, they? That's the same one. <laughs> bone edge. What uh, up, bone? What up? <laughs> oh, here. Is this it? The Roman penis? No, that's another thing. Robin, go to the New York carving. Post. I found the story in the New York Post, America's finest and most trusted publication. Certainly better than the New York Times. At least it's a tabloid and I don't have to get newspaper all over the damn place when I read it. I don't have to get newspaper all over anything anymore because it's online. I don't have to waste my time going to a newsstand anymore. It was a big story in the New York Post today, Robin. New York Post, look up their Twitter, and you'll see exactly what's going on, Robin. Dude, we got a lot of good updates today, too. But did you Two find hours that one? ago, here we go. Okay. Archaeologists find penis statue buried at ancient sacrifice sacrifice site. I can't oh. I can't talk today. Was that the John Holmes uh, sacrifice uh, altar? It is. Uh, it is a site in Rollsbo outside Kungliv in Gutenberg, the west in of Sweden. Sweden. Steve Gutenberg is that him? Yes. Uh. uh it is a large stone penis that may have been used for sacrificial fertility rituals. So it wasn't an actual, it wasn't something that, uh, it, was it was a rock an, formation no, that no, happened no. to be there. Somebody made this, right? I guess. Or it was says, it just a natural formation? It is a phallic statue and it has been linked to a Bronze Age fertility cult. Dude. And stands erect at nearly <laughs> two feet high. Two it's only feet? a two footer. Two feet. Dude. That's nothing. Well, it was much shorter back in those days in Sweden. You don't see any tall Swedes, do you? Uh, well, Swedes are pretty tall. The Not Vikings, the Vikings were the they, the Swedes were Vikings, and they were considered to be pretty large, so to speak. <laughs> Although, if this is a uh, height weight proportionate, two feet for that width, not that big. Short and stubby would be my uh, my guess on that one. Short and stubby, ladies and gentlemen. Not slow and uh, low and slow. <laughs> not slow and steady. Short and stubby. So that's a fake rock. That's not even a, you know, because a lot of our archaeological finds are mostly fossils of dinosaurs and things of that nature and, and other civilizations. And, of course, oil. Lots of oil. 
down there so we can keep driving our cars. Oil. Oil. Black gold. Texas tea. So now the question is, that wasn't, see, natural rock formations are spectacular. But if you're going to carve a penis into a rock as some sort of sacrificial sex organ altar, that's pretty lame. I got to give it one of these right now. I hate to do it this early into the show. Bob from Valley Forge. I think Robin is giving us the shaft on this story. Now here, I'm I'm reading down farther, Tony. According to experts, the stone may have been phallic-shaped naturally. Oh, okay. That's what I wanted to know, Robin. Because when they're Ah, natural formations, they're much more impressive. Let me continue reading. It may have been phallic-shaped naturally, but the design was later reinforced, so they made it look even more like a penis uh, artificially. So it had a hint of penis before... On its own. Just a hint. Of just pe- a hint. And then they, they went, I see a penis in that rock. Yes. And then they reinforced it, so to speak. So there you have AJ it, AJ in San Antonio. Penis rock was buried? Sounds like penis rock is getting more action than I am. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? Don't worry. They'll all be around that baby. Talking about sacrificial uh, sex uh, thingies. You can see the northern lights from there probably, right? We should make a trip, Robin. Next time you say, hey, I want us to, one of my bucket list items is. is I want to see the northern lights. It is my bucket, a bucket list <laughs> item. Is it not one of yours? Yeah, I want to see the northern lights. I don't want to see the Minnesota Vikings play, though, because I'll tell you right now, their quarterback is just stinking it up. Burton Kirk Gus, Cousins. Just a hint of penis. Is that a perfume name? Why not? Everything else. Oh, the Bonaire. Make it French. <laughs> oh, the Bonaire. 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 It's just good. You can buy it at Target. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey misses hair plugs. Two feet ain't bad for a white country. You know what I mean? This is an all-white country. The stinking Swedes. You can't be whiter than Swedes, can you? Yeah, no, they're, I mean. Miss Robin's pasty to begin with. But you don't get more pasty white folk than Swedes. Um, I don't know. Like, Swedes, yeah. Abba, did you see Abba? They're all, like, whiter than white than toast. But you know what? They they, they tan better. I think. No, they don't. They get burned. No, the Swedes do not. Irish. I've been to Ikea. I've never seen a good tan in there. I'm telling you, they get good tans. (laughs) Dutch. How do you know that Swedish people get good tans? Well, the Swedish bikini team did. But I think that was fake. And it was sprayed on. I'm telling you, Tony, they're, they, they have better uh, tan pigmentation than, I mean, they're white because they don't get sun a lot. But when they do get sun, they tan. Just saying. Just All right, enough me, about huh? it. Do we have to do penis talk every day on this show? I did I not mean, bring seriously. it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just got bigger by listening to this. <laughs> oh... All right, Mr. Five-Year-Old, let's move on. Wait a minute, SR20 Deep says, I had an ex who was one-quarter Swede. She couldn't tan worth a damn. Yeah, but what was the other three quarters? I don't know. I'm not into genealogy, Robin. Irish? Because <laughs> let me tell you, I have Irish in me, and I don't tan, so... Luckily, you got more Italian in you these days, sort of, so to speak. I would tan better if I did. Meanwhile, let's get back to the let's business, Robin. <laughs> let's get back to the business. Ian Rappaport now follows up on the Jalen Ramsey interest from NFL Now. 
Jaguars cornerback Jalen Ramsey is planning to play tonight as Jacksonville has told interested teams to reassess on Friday. Among those inquiring, basically every team. <laughs> At least in his tweet. And I like Josina. Josina Andrews, who gave the earlier story from ESPN. And now you got uh, Ian Rappaport. Pretty much instead of saying this team, that team, the Eagles, Seattle, the list of teams, and then she goes on to say, and probably every other team. Why not just say every other team? Every yeah. team in the NFL. Every team wants is inquiring. Jalen, Ram- Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, I don't believe, wants to go to uh, Miami. Let me just uh, lay- put this out there. Do you think he wants to? By the way, he doesn't have a call here. You know that. No? No. He wants to be traded. Yeah, that and is- so he doesn't get picked to choose right. where he gets traded. This isn't the NBA. Right. So what happens if the Jets offer the best package and they suck? You know what would be awesome? What happens if Miami says, all right, we're, we got all these number one draft picks. How about if we give one up, even though he's really not you know going to help them because awesome? they suck? You know what would be awesome and it would serve him right is if another team, a really, really, really sucky team. I just gave you the gave two suckiest teams in the, football gave right now. the absolute best package and he got traded to an even worse team. It's than not going to happen. It it's not because, be first of all, the teams don't have an obligation to send the players where they want to go. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And so, it would serve him right to be sent to an even worse team. No, and he's not going to get traded during the game. This isn't baseball. You know, we've seen trades in baseball where guys playing for one team during a doubleheader, and then before the second part of the doubleheader, he's playing for the other team. This isn't, this doesn't work that way in football. I already told you, he, he can only play for one team in one given week. So he plays tonight. He can't play Sunday. He wouldn't be eligible to play for a new team, and there's no doubt he's going to be gone by next Sunday, week four. He'll be able to play then. The question is, it'd be interesting right now to be a fly on the wall in the Jacksonville Jaguars front office. Now, you remember, the coach has nothing to do with this. He says, listen, you know, I, I don't want him traded. I don't have any problems with him. We get along great. You know, all the things you're supposed to say after you see a guy blow up at you on the sidelines in the previous game. I just think that the Jalen Ramsey, from what I heard, was pissed off that his coach did not challenge because he was covering and he didn't challenge a catch or no catch because he didn't want to waste a challenge if it was wrong. So that's what that confrontation was on the sidelines. He just wanted his coach to challenge a play, and he didn't do it. What week would he be able to play for another team, Robin? Exactly. Thank you. Meanwhile, so that's what's happening with <clears throat> with Jalen Ramsey. <clears throat> now, of course, Eagle fans and pretty much fans from all teams that think they have a shot of winning the whole thing are going to be interested. Look at the Pittsburgh Steelers the other day. They made a big trade. They gave up a number one pick and a couple of other picks to pick up a guy. They're 0-2. The difference between the Steelers and the Miami Dolphins and teams like the Jets is that there's still some hope in Pittsburgh that they can climb out of an 0-2 mess. There's virtually no hope. Am I saying Miami's going to go 0-16? I don't know. People are now, look at the schedule. Where do you see Miami getting a win? That's what we're doing now. Just look at the Dolphin schedule. You show me a spot on there where they're going to get a win. Really? Is that what we're doing now? The Jets. You think the Jets are going to go winless? Of course not. Because once all of this stuff settles down, I told you about the Raiders on that first night after the Antonio Brown debacle and he leaves. What did they do on that Monday night game? They came together and said, hey, we st- we're still a team. We still He's gone. We got to get together and go out and try to win a game. We're not here going to sit here and have a pity party because Antonio Brown left our asses. 
We still got to go out and win. It worked week one, and then they got their doors blown off in week two by your Kansas City Chiefs. But by the way, Robin, speaking of Antonio Brown, it's almost impossible now to go a single solitary day without an Antonio Brown update. We can't. No, and we have more news today. Antonio. An Antonio Brown update, ladies and gentlemen. You ready for this, Robin? By the way, Scott Kingery has just hit one off the wall and goes all the way to third. So the Phillies down 2-0 in the top of the fifth in Atlanta. Kingery just triples off the wall, and they have a man on third with one out in the top of the fifth inning in Atlanta in daytime baseball action. Now, Acuna Jr. made a dive, but he didn't have a chance to grab it on the bounce. So he, he went all out on that play. Ball just bounced over his glove, and he was pretty shallow. And so he had to get up and run all the way to the wall. And because Scotty Jetpack, which is why he's named Scotty Jetpack, can get around the, the pillows very quickly, Robin, as we like to call them. No, not your pillows or my pillow. The pillows, which are Major League basis, for those of you who don't follow the terminology of my pillows, are a little uh, uh, sensitive today. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> no, the uh, the Antonio Brown update. <laughs> Let's get to this, Robin, because this is actually real ba- breaking okay. news. This isn't some some doctor trying to sue him because he farted in his office. And no, he didn't fart on an Uber driver. People are trying to guess what did he fart on this time. It's nothing to do with farts. And now the Phillies have scored, and all of a sudden, it's a two-to-one ball game. Adam Hazley has just slapped a double. And Kingery scores. Hazley on second with one out. All of a sudden, it's a two-one ball game in Atlanta. How about that? Now, Antonio Brown, you asked. I deliver, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. According to the Boston Globe this morning, that's a newspaper up in Boston that some people still read. The Boston Globe is reporting that Antonio Brown has now lost another endorsement deal. Even though he hasn't been convicted, even though the allegations with that woman, his former trainer, are going through court in a civil suit, he apparently has become damaged goods to sponsors. So first, remember, he lost his helmet deal after the whole debacle where he wanted a new helmet and he got a helmet and he got an endorsement deal and the the company with the endorsement deal said, screw you. Now, all of a sudden, Nike, Nike has told the Boston Globe in a statement today, the company tells the Boston Globe, quote, Antonio Brown is not a Nike athlete. That's the end of the statement. So Antonio Brown, not a Nike athlete. That's a pretty uh, interesting way of finding out that you've just lost your Nike. Uh, I mean, they did a lot of stuff with Nike. You know, they want Nike wants all all these all these shoe companies and apparel companies want the biggest names. Absolutely. Antonio Brown was a Nike guy, and now he's not. Aaron Nola has just singled, and all of a sudden, first and third with one out. How about that, Aaron Nola? He's got beautiful hair too. But does break, he not? Robin? More breaking news, though. Mikey Miss hair plugs points out. But uh, Bino, on the other hand, <laughs> is interested in endorsing him. So he might pick that up instead. Yes, after losing his Nike endorsement, we can now report exclusively, <laughs> according to our reliable sources. No, not at CNN. They're unreliable sources. I believe our sources on our Twitch stream board, much more reliable than CNN's oh, reliable store sources with, with Brian Stelter, that, ladies and gentlemen, 
Bino, not Bino Cook. He's the late, great Bino Cook. But you know the company Bino and GasX. I think there was a bidding war. Yes. I think two companies, GasX and Bino, much like the Can- much like the Jacksonville Jaguars, are getting phone calls from every team in the NFL inquiring about his availability. Now, all of a sudden, GasX, Bino, what other, what other uh, fart medications uh, are there? Over-the-counter, of course. I don't believe there's any prescription-strength fart stuff, is there? Gas stuff. Let's see. You got Bino, which is well known. Pepto Bismol. Pepto. Does that stop farting? No, that's just, But is that for farts or is that just for you know for upset stomach? But it covers everything. Don't you remember the commercials? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> how did the commercials go? Uh, something, something. Gas diarrhea. Uh, upset. stomach. I only remember the only jingle I remember is you got corns, uh, corns, calluses, bunions, or sore feet. Remember that one? I do. Corns, calluses, is that bunions. Doctor Scholl. Doctor Scholl. No, it was a jingle. Corns. Calluses, bunions, or sore feet. That was a that was a slogan for a uh, a jingle. There it is. I found it, Robin. You could find it too, because I want to play this. Hold on, hold on. This one's first. This is the uh... indigestion, upset stomach, Ooh. even diarrhea. Hey, there's Pepto Bismol. Your heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Oh, it doesn't hey, talk about so gas. No, that's for indi- that's for yeah, upset. No, 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 that's no, like taking wrong. that's like taking uh, the stuff Zantac. That's just for upset and indigestion. That usually causes burping, not farting. You got the wrong side of the uh, you got the wrong orifice here, Robin. I believe gas has specific products that are meant to handle gas only as opposed to Pepto-Bismol and Alka-Seltzer. Those now, are just temporary release. what was the jingle release. you were thinking of? It was corn calluses, bunions, and sore feet. There was an actual jingle, jingle back in the day. Corn. corn you got corn calluses, bunion, and sore feet. I don't know if it was Dr. Scholl. And by the way, Shoal, brother. Oh, no, that's Skull. That was, different. that was a different product. You got to find it. a piece of me? I think it was I'll Dr. Scholl's. Thank you. I think it was Dr. Scholl's commercial. That's good doctor right there. Not Dr. Skull. The Phillies have just tied it. On a fielder's choice, Adam Hazley scores. Hechevaria can't turn two, gets the force out at second, and... Cesar Hernandez with a fielder's choice RBI with two outs. He's on first, but it's a tie ball game. 2-2 Phillies and Atlanta Braves, top of the fifth down in Atlanta. Meanwhile. Wear your shoes before corns, calluses, and bunions make them unbearable. Introducing Dr. Scholl's cushions with advanced Duragel technology. They provide a thin, it's not the jingle, though. Between your no, where's the jingle? But it is definitely Dr. Joel. Do you look up single? No, Dr. Scholl's, not Dr. Joel's. Not Queefex, no. That's not a product, I don't believe. Unforgettable 60s jingles. Just look up corn, calluses, bunions, and sore feet jingle, Robin. I, that's what I'm looking for, Cheapers. Tony Bruno. Google it. It's that simple. So anyway, that's the latest on the football front. Of course, don't forget the second part of the doubleheader. Harry Mays and I will be live at Screwballs in King of Prussia from 6 to 8 tonight. For your Tennessee Titans and your Jacksonville Jaguars. Meanwhile, we got other football news today, Robin. Jet safety Jamal Adams. We were trying to watch that Monday night game over there in Jersey the other night, remember? Over at the fabulous 
landmark Americana. Yes, yes. And it was a shit show for the New York Jets. They lose 23-3 to the Cleveland Browns. But it even got uglier during that game. Jamal Adams, the safety for the New York Jets, he got a roughing the passer fine. And with that fine came a $21,000 deduction from his paycheck. How pissed off was he? He was so pissed off, he actually wrote a, a comment on Twitter and posted the video of the play in question where he got a roughing the passer call for hitting Baker Mayfield. So he posts not only the actual video of the play in question, he then proceeds to rip the National Football League in aforementioned tweet over the call and the $21,000 fine. Let's play this now, and then I'll read exactly what he wrote. No, you're playing uh, Jerry Rafferty. Where the hell did Jerry Rafferty come in? It's the wrong. It was the uh, the wrong pot going up. Okay, here we go. Sprint left on third and eight. Mayfield. Flag is down. As being pushed out that time was Demetrius Harris. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. Defense number 33. The Browns had a lot of those last week, and now the penalty bug has bitten. See, that's a bullshit call, and I, I agree. With Jamal, Jamal Adams, that's a bullshit roughing the passer call. It is. The quarterback was cha- was he was chasing the quarterback out of bounds. He wasn't anywhere near out of bounds. He didn't spear him. He didn't go for his legs. He just pushed him to continue his momentum out of bounds. That's what you're supposed to do. So what does he tweet? Leave that up there. This damn this league is a damn joke! Exclamation point. I just got fined twenty one thousand dollars for this hit. I signed up to play football, not two hand touch. Bullshit. Exclamation point. I don't give a damn about these soft rules protecting quarterbacks. I'm going to play my brand of football every time I step on the field. SMH. No, that's not a new woman score, sure, score, sure, store. What? That's not a new woman store in Midtown Manhattan. Not H&M. S. S. H. S-M-H. Shake, shake my, my head. head. It should be shake my M-F head. B. Shake my mother effing head, bitch. That's what I would have put on that tweet. Now what's interesting here is will the NFL tack on another fine for going on public, uh, going on Twitter to say bullshit, this lad's a, league's a damn joke, criticizing. They can only fine him, though, if. No, and they some, find him for the hit. I know, but when they can anybody only who find... gets a roughing the passer penalty gets an automatic right, fine. Right, right. Yeah. I get that, but they can only fine him if there is something specific in contract stating that he is not allowed to state something like that publicly. He is stating it publicly. He's on his Twitter feed. No, listen, listen to the words that are coming, coming out, out of, of your mouth. mouth. He, they, the NFL can only find him, <laughs> find him if in. The contract, it states that he's not allowed to state. They're not allowed to. Coaches get fined. if That's why you see coaches after a game where there's a lot of shitty calls. They all say, well, I don't want to really say anything right now because it's going to cost me money. You're not allowed to criticize officials, Robin. That's part of the rules. But is it it also that Any player. Players who say the league's a joke and they suck and it's bullshit. I don't believe that's high praise for the organization and the company that he works for. I get it. Hello? If I said this damn show sucks and Twitch sucks, you think they're going to let me get away with it? Probably. Which, by the way, <laughs> by the way, we, 
you're just using that as an example. Yes, not again, I'm not actually we, saying that Twitch sucks. Yeah, I know, because we actually Well, do. I do say the show sucks, but you know what? You did something. We love, we something love happened during your search for that cut that I gave you, the uh, the, the, the tweet uh-huh. and the actual play-by-play replay of the roughing the passer. You accidentally played a song yes. that was appropriate for this. It was. It, it just happened to be. How did on that your come comu- up? It was on your computer already. Well, bring it up again. Because what happened there? Jamal Adams. Who did he hit? Going out of bounds. <sighs> Baker, Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, Robin. Yes. Where does Baker Mayfield live? On Baker Street, yo. See. So people thought you were being clever. It was an accident. Oh, I should take credit for it then. Yes. No, Robin didn't even know who Baker Mayfield was, but somehow she pulled up Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street because she realized it it was the perfect tie-in to the kind of stupid stuff I do. Tony, I... Wait, you stepped on the vocal, Robin. Crack it up a little bit. (laughs) Never step on the vocal when you're talking it up. Joe Quill says he prefers the Foo Fighter version. No, this is much better. Are you kidding now, Joe? Jerry, Jerry Rafferty did the greatest version of Baker Street. Even Anita Baker couldn't do a better version of Baker Street. It's Yacht Rock Radio, baby. You have to say it correctly. You have to yacht. clench your... No, clench your... Rock, yacht Rock, yacht rock radio. radio. This is soft rock. This is soft white folk shit, if there ever was, Robin. Although there's some good music involved. How's it feel being on Baker Street, Baker? <laughs> I hate to do it to Joe Quills. I mean, he did send me the uh, the the my little mini, not a mini uh, Mama's cheesesteak though. Well, I could go for to. one of those right now. Now I have to give him one of those now. No, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Sticker, Robin. Oh, he fell down. Oh, imagine that. He because you didn't, you didn't put him where I told you to this put him so that I he would right stay. There. I want him right there. Somebody came in here and once again messed up. Get my agent on the line. If you would listen to <laughs> Miss Robin. Not Tom Baker from Doctor Who. He was one of the 50 Doctor Who's. What's the Who's. actual name of the, the song called? Baker Street. Is it really? Yes. Okay, why is Hello? it Hello? It's Baker's, not Dusty Baker Street, not Baker Bowl Street, which wasn't even on Baker Bowl Street, which is ridiculous. Baker, I didn't even kiss her. Speaking of Baker, I wonder what Aton's doing right now. But I'm back. Cujo knows says I'm getting a Tony a Jerry Rafferty fathead now. I don't. I probably there probably isn't a Jerry Rafferty fathead available. Not even in Jerry Rafferty's own home. I didn't even know there was another version of Baker Street. I'm looking. Oh, there's many, 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 many versions of Baker Street, but the Foo Fighter ones does not seem to be on Spotify. It's my not my style to rip it, but I got to say this about the Food Fighters. The Food Fighters. Those two. The Foo Fighters. Seriously? 
ridiculous. Let's hear this. There's a lot of different versions. I do love the love me some Foo Fighters. Nah, all right. Not Bill Raftery, of course. It's not Bill Raftery, but Rafferty. It's Bill Raftery. So come on. Oh, YouTube. Oh, you know what? You know why? This is probably one of those German... Uh, X-rated out- versions? No, no, no. It's a German output, um, which is the same thing as the little Nicky version that the Foo Fighters did, which I Well, let I me love. hear it. Let me. It, so the Foo Fighters sing it in German? No, no, no. But it's it's one that's not available in the U.S. It's a it's a Euro, Euro, Euro trash, trash version, yeah. as you would like to say. <laughs> yeah, this, so this is... Just got to give it a chance, Tony. That's horrible. Come on. That's all right. Sounds like a basement band. By the way, Jerry Rafferty is, Dean pointed out, he thinks he's dead. He is. Jerry Rafferty left us on January 4, 2011. Scottish. Did you know he was Scottish, Robin? I did not. He also did, uh, he was also in the group Steeler's Wheel. Remember Steeler's Wheel, Robin? Steeler's Wheel? No. You don't remember Steeler's Wheel? Uh, that's all right. That's not as good as Jerry Rafferty. It's okay. Mickey, Mikey misses hair plugs. It's a German Scheisse video. Scheisse? No. <laughs> but when I looked it up, it was only posted by a German person. Verdammt geiles Kova von Ver, die Not Verklempt. That's a different guy. On the, from the B side. We don't do any B sides on this show, Robin. No, no, no down tempo numbers. It's the same thing when I when I was looking for the little Nikki uh, cover of the Foo Fighters. I had to find the German. So Jerry Rafferty, obviously, a guy who was very very good. Yes. And he was also in Steeler's Re- Wheel, which had this classic hit, Robin. And if you don't know this, I'm going to have to give you maybe a record number. Of bump bump de bumps today. I don't know why I came here tonight. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got the feeling that something ain't right. I'm so scared. Absolutely it know the song. My chair. And I'm wondering how I'll get down the Not Rafferty Chevrolet Buick uh, Oldsmobile. No idea what the group was called. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. That's Steelers' wheel. That's what the Pittsburgh Steelers will be trying to do now to get some damn wins. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Eddie Munster, 19. Play that German song. We usually do. It's, it's, in, our, it's in our heavy rotation yes. of... Euro trash songs. But it's so much better in German than it is in, in English. Steelers Wheel better be from Pittsburgh. No, they're, they're a Scottish guy. And it's spelled Ste- not spelled S-T-E-E-L-E-R. It's S-T-E-A-L-E-R. Which means they were a bunch of Scottish hooligans that got together and made music when they were not rioting at, at soccer matches. You know what I'm saying? Mikey misses hair plugs. Clowns to the left, jokers to the right. Must feel like Tony with Robin and Luigi. Oh. 
All right, enough of this uh, Yacht Rock radio. Who's the clown? Who's the joker? (sighs) I said soccer hooligans. That's what the Scots and those Brits are. They're all soccer hooligans, every single one of them. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business. Now, I have breaking news where, you know, football players aren't the only ones getting in trouble these days, Robin. And I hate to go off the field, off the pitch, off the ice, Uh off the uh hardwood. uh But we have more players in trouble. New York Yankee player Domingo Herman has been placed on administrative leave now due to a domestic violence investigation. Proving that athletes, celebrities, actors, singers, everybody who lives and breathes has the potential, some of us, the ones who are bad to do things that are stupid and criminal. And so they'll investigate this just like they should, innocent until proven guilty. But when we idolize people who we think are swell because they smile on TV or on a box on TV or on the pretty voices on the radio or TV, you never know what's going on with people. And luckily, we now have ways to find these people and catch them doing things. Because a lot of them get caught. I don't know what the situation is with Herman, but now with the Internet and people being able to do background checks and check out allegations, we can start getting these people off the streets, those who are guilty of these kinds of crimes. And yeah, Dean makes a good point. If you're innocent until proven guilty, why did Nike drop Antonio Brown? There's a, that's a good point because that's where the court of public opinion matters. Right. Because remember... When Colby Bryant, and I was in L.A. for this, when Colby Bryant had the accusations in Colorado by a woman in a hotel room that, she, that he raped her, mm-hmm. guess what happened immediately? Sprite, all of his advertisers bailed. They came back later, but you bail from somebody because the name becomes commonplace. Everybody's saying the name. Colby Bryant, an iconic NBA, one of the all-time greatest players. So what happens? They say, oh, we got we to gotta separate ourselves from this guy. We can't have yeah. Kobe Bryant Sprite ads running while there's a rape investigation going on. So that's the difference. It's a good point, Dean. But innocent until proven guilty only works in a court of law where there's, to me, serious allegations. Correct. Now, the allegations by the woman, his former trainer, are serious, but it's a civil matter. So there were no criminal charges filed. We talked about this last week with Dan Lust, our favorite local lawyer. But when a company has somebody's name on there, And then they start seeing a guy who was the toast of the world a couple of years ago, as I mentioned, Dancing with the Stars. And then he was also on uh, The Naked Singer, The Masked Singer, Naked and Afraid, whatever. By the way, the Braves, with the bases loaded and one out, just knocked in two more runs. And it was. Freddie got fingered. And he fingered Aaron Nola with a base hit that cleared in two runs. And now, all of a sudden, the Braves lead in the bottom of the fifth. Four to two for me and for you. You know what I'm saying? And in the media, you're right. People are, and I don't do this. I don't do guilty until proven innocent. I've never have, never will. I believe that everyone who's charged with something is innocent until proven guilty. Who do I look like? A member of Congress trying to determine whether somebody's guilty for this thing, but another person isn't for the same crime? I don't play that. And I'm not even an elected official. I'm just a schlub on the radio and podcasts. And on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, we thank you for following. Tell your friends. 
Don't forget, you could subscribe for free, and that that uh, you can subscribe for half price if you're a new follower and you want to subscribe. Half price up until we only the last couple of days here, Robin. The September is running out pretty soon here. That's true. It's uh, only on until September 24th. So you have five days, including today. Uh, so the- September 20th, because it's the 19th. So it's, it's 19th. Thursday is the 19th. The 20th is Friday, 21st Saturday, 22nd Sunday. Next Tuesday. You have until next Tuesday. Yeah, but I want to know. I want People don't know five days. They don't even know one day anymore. So you just say, hey. Till Tuesday You have till next Tuesday right now. You download the Twitch app for free. For iOS, Android, or iOS, not iOS. Do they call it iOS? No. iOS sounds not. better than iOS. It does, but it's... Android, iOS. desktop, whatever you have, you download the son of a bitch. Then you make a profile, username, Bruno Nation chat room, you get in. They don't ask for your firstborn's birth certificate. They don't ask for five forms of identification. They don't even ask you for a credit card, I don't believe. Do they, Robin? When you just want to get an account to no, log. No, 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 no. Once you, once you, to, once you yeah. sign up... You know, and then you have to pay them. Certainly, they're going to ask for right, right, right. If you, but it, just signing up, they don't ask for any kind of credit card information. They exactly. just ask for. So it's not one of these bait and switch no, things no, no. where they get you and then they start taking money out every month. That's no. not how it works. No, it's not like that's not how any of this. No, works. it's not like we'll give you one one month for free, and yeah. then you like have to fill out your credit card information, and then and you have to call them and threaten to yeah. bring in a Gatling gun yeah. to get you to ha- stop taking the money out of my damn payments. Like, That's not I how it not works. not authorize this. No, you no, You find no. and follow like Bruno that. Nation Live. You find and follow it, Bruno Nation Live, on Twitch, on the Twitch app. And then, boom, then you're following it, which is step number one. Then you enjoy the show every day, sometimes double headers. You're not getting that on other shows. No. Shows aren't doing double headers. And, and and we're doing like two double headers, three double headers a week some weeks. And every show is different. Uh, the the regular daytime show, for the most part, is our zany sports slash news entertainment uh, ADD mix. And then the double header nighttime shows that are in conjunction with 97.3 are much more regular uh, straight lace sports shows with commercial breaks mm-hmm. that we air gratis for you so that you too can participate in the fantastic thought process that goes into Tony's pregame show. Exactly. So right now you can get it for half price on September till next Tuesday. That's fifty percent off. Two fifty a month. And ain't nothing. What do you get? What do you what can you get for two fifty? I, well, we know what you can get for five dollars, depending on the neighborhood. But for two fifty, you can't even get a dollar meal because by the time they take the tax and you order a soda and fries, you're paying well over two fifty for a dollar meal, Robin. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, if you're a Twitch Prime member, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get it for free. See each month. By the way, we're gonna give Dean a roaring round of applause. <laughs> He just subscribed to Bruno Nation Live for six months. His streak now is up to six months, which is exactly how long we've been on this program, Robin. Yep. That's, wanna... that's a P1. That's, this is not just a P1. He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> he's but a he's P... a friend of the show, and he's a great, great contributor. He's a P1A. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, I meant to mention it yesterday, but it was so nuts with Harry and Aton here. For those of you who were not able to listen go back and listen to the archive show on Twitch or the podcast. 
it was awesome having all yeah all, lo- great, all great, great great reaction great, great reaction but AJ in San Antonio I believe might have been our very first subscriber and he had his six month anniversary yesterday let's give him a roaring round of applause five dollars in Kensington according to Tebow's pretzel Three Bud Ice cans, a hand job, and a dollar menu cheeseburger. Yeah, but we can't offer that kind of stuff here. No, but um, I do. <laughs> you were just talking about our the the only lawyer that you actually like and speak about fondly, Dan Lust Esquire. He sent a message asking if we wanted to have him come on uh, regarding the New York uh, New York State's fair pay to play uh, NCAA. Nah, I don't thing. care about college athletes. <laughs> Just go to school, shut the hell up, go out and play football, get your free education, and get out of my face with that crazy shit. We don't play that stuff. Duncan Dad says, I just passed three months. No, not flatulence. Just three months as a subscriber. And apparently Amazon has a new payment, right? No, I did, I did not know that. This is news to and me. These aren't, this isn't a joke. I mean, because, you know, a lot of people might make stuff up and throw it on Twitter. We're not CNN. We don't just run with things that we suspect may be bad. So you could uh, no, you can't take you can't they they will not cash your check, take COD or Elizabeth Warren defunct coins. They, they no, they're not doing that. They're not just taking Bitcoin or any of these other oh, cryptocurrencies. Yeah, no. Amazon is bringing a cash-based checkout option called PayCode to the United States. Oh, that's awesome. See, people know that because they're on there subscribing. So what's PayCode? Um, it's a cash payment option for online orders. How does this work? Let me see. Straight cash, homie. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to pay with physical money... I'd rather take the physical challenge, though. You can select the pay code option at checkout. You'll receive a QR code, and then you will have 24 hours to pay for the goods at participating Western unions. Oh, beautiful. Interesting. If you'd like to refund an item, you can get your cash back from Western Union as well. Can uh, I sell my gun back to the government on, uh, on Amazon, too? Pay code is available in 19 other countries already. So now they're just bringing it to the United States because around eight, this is their, their thought process. 80% of Americans live within five miles of, of a Western of, Union. Of a Western Union. And a lot of Americans um, are loving the convenience of paying in cash and they don't want to put things on credit cards. That's a good point. It's actually kind of smart. And that brings me to think about this particular song, Robin, a classic from way back in the days. Remember this hit from, they've got to go back to the 60s for this one. From the five Americans. Remember? Things went wrong today. Bad news came my way. I woke up to find oh, I had blew my mind. You don't remember this song, Robin? No. Are you serious right now? It kind of sounds like the monkeys. Western no, they're way before the monkeys. Bad news in his hand. Not Western Union. Door, That's the name of the song. The and the hook is really, really good. Fifteen cents a word to read. A telegram I didn't need. Says she doesn't care no more. Think I'll throw it on the floor. Here it comes. You gotta wait for the hook. Sounds like the French theme, and people like that, but they don't like this song. Here it is. Catch this. Catch this hook. Western Union. They don't write songs like this anymore, Robin. Oh, it's brilliant. That's what you hear when you go into a Western Union store. <laughs> 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 
Morse code? Yeah, they, I think you can pay with Morse code now. You just hit on the little, you just tap on that thing. That's, that's what she said. Just tap that thing a couple times right there. <laughs> Here, one more time, everybody now. Sing along with me. kind of instrument is that? I think it's a harpsichord. No. It's a bad organ. A really bad organ. I think that organ had curve. One more time now. No. Western Union. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm agreeing with Kuchu They're the five Americans. All right, that's, I just wanted, to, just wanted to show you the depth of knowledge. Because... Who was thinking about Western Union by the five Americans on a Thursday afternoon? Nobody. Literally but we're just, we're, we're, nobody cost, but you. But why do we play the song, Robin? Because we were talking about Western Union. Not because Union. it sucks. No. But because we now say that people don't even realize Western Union still exists. Mike Stuff 23, <laughs> where do you find this stuff? Mike, this is not, he doesn't find it. It, it is finds in me. his head. <laughs> it's already residing in there. Because everything it's that inside. we talk about. Like, no, I didn't have a plan to play Western Union by the... By the way, the five Americans have been deported, I think, after that song. They were thrown right the hell out of this country. I don't even know if they're really Americans. But anyway, Me? what happens on the show, if you haven't noticed... This, I've been doing this in my whole life. You talk about something, something gets mentioned, and then what do we automatically do? It's either a song or people go on our Twitch stream and come up with all kinds of uh, crazy stuff. M. Lewis... 5150. Is there a song Tony doesn't know? No, I haven't found it yet. Well, I, I don't know much of the, uh, you know, a lot of these tweener bands and yeah, now, no, all the new true. stuff. Because the they all sound, the, Ariana Grande and all these young but the, tweener chicks, they all sound the same to me with, for, for, from the 50s, with all due respect. From the 50s through the 90s. No, I'm in the early 2000s. Early 2000s. There's, I, That's I don't, my wheelhouse. That's yeah. a pretty good wheelhouse to yeah. have like five decades of musical knowledge all stored right up here without any additional RAM. That's a good thing about... See, people talk about, I need more RAM. I need more memory. You don't get more RAM. And you're supposed to lose RAM when you go older, right? You're supposed to clear your cash. You can't clear your brain. No, but that's why you can't <laughs> learn new stuff. You're what like, do you mean I can't learn new stuff? I, don't, I hear a song, I don't like it. I don't want to learn it. That's how it works. I'm just saying, there's a lot of things that you're like, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> Yes, the phone lines are open. Yes, I just I, I just opened them up right now. They were closed. They were locked down. Miss Robin had it on lockdown in here. She had the chastity belt thrown over the phone. And now they're open. 215-462-TONY. Freddie Freeman. Now Gene Segura has now come up lame. Gene Segura just slapped the ball into the outfield for a base. Oh, no, he got – he just uh, – looks like he went over the bag at first base gingerly. And now it looks like he's got some sort of a lower body, foot, ankle situation going on. So Gene Segura being looked at. The Phillies just scored a run to make it 4-3 on the base hit because Bryce Harper was on second base with a double here in the top of the sixth. So it's 4-3, Braves leading the Phillies. Segura, I don't think he legged it out. I don't know if they called him safe or fair or safe or out. Now he's trying to run it off a little bit. But after he ran over the first base bag trying to beat out the ground ball, which scored a run, they're having a look at him. Is he going to leave? Wait a minute, Robin. I want to I give the update of a breaking story now. I'm fine with that. 
He is going to leave the ball game, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if he's leaving because he was out or if he's leaving because he was injured. But they must have called him out because I didn't see the play live because we were busy talking about Western Union and all these other stupid things that we talk about on the show. So Gene Segura is okay. He's walking okay now back to the dugout. And it's two outs. I believe they, they called him safe because they still have the first base lit yellow. So that means he was safe, and they're going to have a pinch runner for him. So Gene Segura has left the game for the Phillies 4-3, to three, and they're going to get a pinch runner in for him as he leaves the ball game, and I'm sure they're going to go down and check out the ankle. and uh, Or hamstring. Or hamstring or lower body. They don't say lower body. They actually tell you where it is. It's got to be – it looks like a foot to me. And now uh, Mike Calfranco is going to go out to run for him. So he was first, safe at first, two outs, man on first, 4-3, Atlanta leads the Phillies. You're up to date on that. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to the phones. Who do we have on the line right now, Robin? We have the fabulous AJ in Cincinnati. The other AJ. The other AJ. There's probably an AJ in every. You know, sort of like there's a. Uh, you know, there's a one. What's the town on on um, on the Simpsons? Uh, a field. Uh, uh not uh, crap. Crap is not the town. Not Smithfield. It's. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. a. Uh, there's a there's there's one of those cities. Every every state has one city that is in every state in America. My point, like Springfield. Springfield. Springfield there's a Springfield here in Philly. I there's said two Smithfield. Sp- I was close. Smithfield is a good ham. They make good bacon, good ham. It's quality meat product that's smoked, not kosher though. So anyway, let's go to AJ in Cincinnati. Where they're in a situation there in the Situation Room. What's going on, AJ? The original 24 karat magic of sports and pop culture radio. What's happening, Tony Bruno and Mitch Robin? Well, one guy in AJ who's not available, that's AJ Green, who the Cincinnati Reds still are waiting to come back, and it doesn't look like he's going to play this weekend as your big red, your Cincinnati uh, Bengals with the worst defense next to the football New York Giants. They let all the bad guys go, and now what happens? Their defense is bad, and now it looks like AJ Green's not going to play again this weekend. Uh, well, the diagnosis when he injured it was about about six to eight weeks, which would have you know had him you know all preseason up up to the first quarter quarter of the, of the season. Yeah, it was a bad break. Uh, they looked good in, against Seattle. Yeah, I was completely shocked. Like I told you a couple weeks ago, I thought they would keep it close in the first half, and then Seattle would find a way to cover the nine and a half, and then I I, I got fooled with gold because I told my buddy who was out in at went to Vegas, Ari, I said, here's my 14 parlay bet. I said, Packers minus, Cowboys minus, Bengals pick them, uh, Rams minus, and three or four hits, but the one that doesn't hit, I go against my, my rules saying don't bet your favorite hometown team. Yep. And, of course, I deserve what I get. I should get a bump, bump, be bum. If I would have just put the call let me give, and I'm going to give myself one too, AJ. Since my name is AJ, you're AJ. AJ Green's in Cincinnati. There's a lot of AJs out there. I got to give myself one because I got sucked into thinking, hey, they play well on the road in Seattle. They're coming home for the home opener, you know, and uh, they're playing a decent team. But are they going to get run out of their own building? Are they going to be incapable of making simple tackles? And sadly, the answer was yes. I hope you know they're competitive against Buffalo on Sunday because it will be the first home, Buffalo. This will be their home opener, so they could you know be jacked up and you know hopefully you know Bengals take advantage if you know Buffalo has mistakes. I know Buffalo's favored by 
six. It wouldn't shock me if Buffalo won by more than six, but I just going with my gut telling me take take the Bengals plus six. I don't think they'll win, but I think you know they're somewhere in. Be- I think that they're somewhere in between the results for, with, between Seattle and Tampa. They're not. They're not as bad as they looked at home, and they're not as good as they looked against Seattle. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, obviously not having A.J. Green, because we know Andy Dalton can throw the ball all over the place. So that's not one thing that they worry about. Obviously, when A.J. Green comes back, the offense should be better. But the thing that's weird about this game, remember, Buffalo won their first two on the road. This is, as you mentioned, the Bills are going home for their home opener. You know, So there'll be a lot of broken uh, folding tables this weekend. I think there'll be a new record for the Bills Mafia. I think you'd try to go to a Home Depot or a Lowe's up there to get yourself one of those folding tables that everybody has in the basement for when they have company. Like, we have one right here. There will be more folding tables sold in Buffalo this weekend. This is a stone. I wonder if there's betting odds on this. More folding tables will be sold in Buffalo this weekend than any other weekend in recorded history. I'm going to lock that in right now. I'm going to make the over at at least 100 folding tables. You should, should you, are you going to go over or under, AJ, on folding I'll tables in, in Buffalo? Mafias, they're, they're very crazy. I, I, I'll definitely take the over on that one. They go over when the team sucks. Imagine how much they go over now that they're 2-0. and oh. And, oh, by the way, I was looking at this this morning. You look at their schedule. Now, obviously, they have the Patriots in Week 4. But their next six opponents are 4-8. and eight. So if they can get out to a decent start here, The first part of their schedule, you know, they got Miami, they got Washington coming up down the road, and so they could make some noise here because obviously, you know, 2-0 doesn't guarantee you anything. Just like 0-2 for a lot of good teams doesn't mean the end of the road. But for the Bengals, I mean, for the Buffalo Buffalo Bills, they get a win this week. They got to be really feeling good about maybe getting a wild card because there ain't no damn way in hell they're catching the New England Patriots. Exactly, and the only media person that picked the Buffalo Bills as a wild card is Nick Wright, and so far so good for Mr. Wright on FS1 and Mad Dog Sports Radio. I call him Nick Wrong every once in a while, but I'm just kidding because I like to break balls. But, uh, back to the Bengals. Well, we've had a good – yeah, it would be nice to have A.J. Green, but, you know, Tyler Boyd, you know, played well. I, I was shocked to find out that John Ross, is he, is through two weeks, is leading the NFL in receiving yards. And he only had 210 all of last year, so he surpassed, you know, his total yards in just two two games. But the biggest problem with the Bengals' offense, they can't run block. And when you can't run block and you're predictable and you don't have a great offensive line to protect, and, of course, and also the defense, especially the back seven, it was terrible with San Francisco. With the run, run gaps, the Bengals were just, you know, chasing, like, what's going on? By the way, the uh, Aaron Nola has just given up another bomb to the Atlanta Braves into the chop house in right field. And so it is 5-3. Some guy named Riley. Not Rick Riley, not Pat Riley. I have no idea who he is. Austin Riley. Is that Austin Riley? Yep. It won their best prop. Yeah, I know he's one of the younger players, Austin Riley. He just jacked one out of there. It's 5-3. Nobody out, bottom of the sixth. And when the Phillies needed Aaron Nola to step up, he just gave up another base hit, so he apparently does not have it getting the ball up in the zone, and you don't do that. That's why last night when when, uh, Pavetta pitched, he had the sinker going, and he had a lot of ground ball outs, and he was throwing a great fastball. Aaron Nola, 
You know, people are going to be down on this guy. 5-3. The game's not over. But you can't have Aaron Nola going out there and getting slapped around for five or six runs. And he still has to get out of this sixth inning, and he's got a man on first and nobody out. So not Austin Powers, not Riley Cooper. It is Austin Cooper. Exactly. And, of course, the biggest story in Cincinnati, of course, is the last uh, homestead ever in Marty Bradman's Hall of Fame professional career on on radio. And it's against the two teams who are trying to get wild card spots, the Mets, and the Braves, I would love nothing more than, the, than my Red Legs to at least take five out of six against those two teams. Yeah, you know, they got, they've got some players that nobody are talking about. You know, they got some guys with pop. It's not a horrific team. You know, obviously their season, they were, they're not happy with what happened. They traded Jay Bruce. You know, they made a lot of changes. But they got some guys on that team that no, if you don't follow baseball closely or if you're not a fantasy well, player. traded a couple of years ago. No, he, yeah, he, I know that. He, but I'm saying they, they start, they've gotten rid of pieces you know, look at look at what happened uh, during the trade deadline. I know Bruce wasn't there earlier this year. The Phillies didn't get him from Cincinnati. But my point is, they're trying to bring in younger players, and they've got some young guys and guys with pop that nobody talks about because you know they they look like they're going to make a run. And then it's like the Phillies. The Phillies will win four in a row one time this year, and then they may oh they're going to be good. And then all of a sudden they they lose a bunch of games and can't be consistent and win a game, lose a game, win a game, lose a game. But the Reds to me, they were hanging for the longest time this year at least. Exactly. It's just that a few, a few series didn't go the Reds' way. They lost five out of six to the Dodgers, five out of six to the Nats. Cardinals, as usual, beat beat them down 13 out of 19 times. But the killer is Pittsburgh beating the Reds, I believe, 11 out of 16 times. If, especially early on, if they didn't get off to that 1-7 start, and they, they have three good starting pitchers. I would take the three starting pitchers the Reds have in the NL Central over any other, you know, teams that are, you know, fighting for those the, the division and the wild card spots between the Cubs, uh, Cardinals, and Brewers. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to 2020. I know the starting pitcher is going to be good. Got to, you know, bullpen needs to be fixed a little bit, and hopefully offensively that uh, they can be more consistent because any other – and Eugenio Suarez just passed Andres Galarraga for most home runs by a Colombian in a single season with 48, and he's five away for the Reds' all-time season single record of 52, which is held by George Foster in 1977. Yeah, no, no, Eugenio Suarez is absolutely on fire, and not a lot of people are talking about him because the Reds aren't in the race. That's what happens in baseball. You know, there's like five teams people are focusing on right now. Obviously, the National League Central race, and then you got the uh, the wild card races. That's pretty much it. Everything else exactly. is pretty much done. Exactly. And Stennis, who was the you know the rookie and the player of the month, but you know as soon as the Reds were out contention, I you know I feel you know comfortable with those two guys you know coming next year heading lines. But the one I worry about that we still have under contract for another hundred million over four years is Joey Votto. Joey Votto. AJ, good stuff, man. Appreciate you checking in. There he is, AJ in Cincinnati, ladies and gentlemen. This is AJ Nation Live. By the way, the Reds, remember, they got rid of Puig. So when I was talking about earlier about getting rid of guys, they traded Puig. They got rid of a couple of guys near the trading deadline. I don't, I'm not saying they were giving up, but they were trying to get, and now they're actually playing better since they got rid of Puig. And Puig is actually playing well in Cleveland, and they're very much in the wild card hunt there. We may have to turn the air on, Robin. I got a little warm right now. 
Can you turn the air? Because it's beautiful out. But I have see, I have to take the air conditioner out probably in a week or two. Because then we can open the window and get the screen in. Yes. And get some air from outside. But it's actually warm. Outside, it's beautiful. It's like in the, not even 70 degrees out. Autumnal, crisp air. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. People are ripping AJ's phone. I don't. It actually didn't have anything to do with AJ's phone. Um, Where was it? The when we had to switch over everything yesterday mm-hmm. to work with the Comrex to go hook up to the uh, station. Yep. I had to use those lines that I normally use for the phone system, ah. and when I switched it back, I didn't have any phone calls to really test it with, other than the one that I did yesterday live on the air. Uh, myself. So, so who's get, who's who's getting blamed for this, Robin? There's got to be a reason. No, it's just. Are you blaming a- yourself? Are you blaming Aton Chander, Harry Mays? You blaming me? You blaming no, AT and T, Ma Bell? I'm I'm blaming the system that we have. This is this is the best system possible for the setup that we have mm-hmm. in taking telephone line audio into a board. And um, it's just incredibly sensitive. Like if I turn down so that it doesn't turn down for what? If I turn down so that it doesn't clip, then it's not loud enough, and there's like no happy medium apparently. But he wasn't using Jay Glazer's phone. No, so it was not his fault. Bob from Valley Forge, excuses, excuses. Come on, Robin, you're starting to sound like Gabe Kapler now. It's just every single phone call is slightly People different. People don't want to hear about I that. Know, but Telephone bills, automobiles. You asked me whose fault it was, and I was just And giving... you pretty much blamed everybody. You're like Hillary Clinton still trying to blame everything but herself on losing the election three years later. Bearcat AJ, who was AJ in Cincinnati, said, I was on a, I was on a cell. Steve Zabin loves to bitch about crappy cell phones. Exactly. Stevie V says, I blame that effing Luigi. <laughs> He's the only guy that didn't get blamed. Why not? He's not here. Isn't that the way to do it in modern yes. day? Uh, if somebody's not here, then you blame Lack them. of it's accountability? So exactly. Is okay, he still using a rotary phone? People are asking. Sheesh. Now we have updates, Tony Bruno. Yes, we do. We got some good updates today, too. Even though we only have... Uh, oh, they're doing a stupid chop. Now, did you want to do the stick with sports? And do the um, Cleveland Browns update? Yeah, that's a good one. Because people often say, stick to sports, Tony. And then I tell them, Vafanabla. And by the way, happy birthday to Forza Corrado. I gave him a little birthday shout-out today. Joe Corrado, a man who has not been seen or heard from other than on Twitter, for now going on almost two years, Robin. Almost two years. And I hate to do it to him, and I hate to do it to a lot of other people. Are we about ready to write him off? No, I'm not writing him off. He didn't block me like some no. people. Well, I, very few people block me. But I got to say this to Joe. And I got to say this to who else was I ripping? Luigi. Bafangul, eh? Exactly. In the meantime, speaking of Bafangul, we got more action. More reason to question the, the mentality of modern-day sports fans. If this was an old dude, I'd rip him as an old dude. And since young people like to rip old people all the time now, why can't an old guy rip a young guy? 
in this case, a troubled, I don't know if he's troubled, just a guy who wanted an autograph. Some guy from New Jersey who goes by the name of Eli Too Nice. So apparently he's a Jets fan. He's from Jersey City. So he went to the Meadowlands the other night to go watch the Cleveland Browns and the New York J-E-T-S sucks, sucks, sucks. And then after the game, Odell Beckham had the longest uh, career touchdown reception in that game for your Cleveland Browns. So he goes down to the lowest level where you can reach over and say hi to the players. You've seen that. A lot of stadiums have that. Mm -hmm. So what happens? This guy goes out and wants, wants Obel Beckham Jr. to sign his arm on his forearm. Right. So he gets out a Sharpie. He couldn't put, figure out where Alabama was on his arm, but at least he knew how to sign his name. And Odell Beckham, as you can see if you're watching on Twitch, gets the Sharpie out and signs his name and then puts a little love under L-U-V. So this isn't just one of those illegible athletes scribble thing where you're saying, who is that? I don't know that autograph, right? A lot of people do that. They sign their name, and you're like, who the hell is that? You know who the hell this autograph is. And then people started wondering, Robin, well, is a guy going to take a shower? You know, I've had people say that to me back in the day when I would meet a woman, and she said, I'm never going to wash my hand now. Some of my bigger more insane fans. If I would kiss them, they'd say, I, I can't now wash my mouth. Or I can't get that taste out of my mouth. Uh-huh. So you know, like, somebody shakes an athlete and says, oh my God, he shook my hand. I'm, I'm never going to be able, I'm not going to wash myself anymore. Like when I would sign women's boobs at various functions. Right. They would I'm say, never gonna I'm take never going to take a shower gonna, again. I'm never going to lather down my double D's ever, 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 ever again, Tony. But she did. This guy, though, did not risk losing the Sharpie autograph on his forearm. Because he went the next day, he went to the tattoo parlor and got that baby permanent. He had it in ink now. Check out the bro. Yo, Odell, when yeah. you see this, you're going to realize how much of a big fan I am. Mm-hmm. One day I'll even come to Cleveland and watch a home game. One- so there he is saying... Showing uh, OBJ that he actually did get it tattooed. And then he posted a picture of it up close and personal. And it's really clean. I mean, I would never do that. But look how nice that is. Odell Beckham Jr. Love. On his forearm forever and ever and ever 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 and ever. Now, would you ever do that, Robin? We had, listen, we had listeners who get, got our, our show tattooed on their body parts. Usually it wasn't on the forearm where everybody can see it. Like on the calf, maybe on your buttock on I one think, side. And if, if, if we had signed his calf, he would have absolutely had the signature on there as well. Absolutely. And that was a great, of course, Mr. Main event up there. Yes. Who we lost a couple of years ago. Missed. Exactly. That's actually pretty cool. I mean, if you're a big fan. No, I... is, that a, is that a loser? I'm going to ask the question now. I'm going to put this out for the people, Robin, because I don't make. I would never do that. I don't care who. I don't care if it's Kate. Now maybe Larry Fitzgerald, for Larry. But I wouldn't let Larry sign me on, not sign it on my forearm. Yeah, where, where would you have it? Probably under my neck, right under here. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right under my neck. Not on your ass. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't drop my trowel for, for Larry Fitzgerald. Or I wouldn't drop trowel for any dude, by the way. But that's just how I roll. You know what I'm saying? Not that there's anything wrong with it. I um. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anybody. You would you would have a tattoo of anybody, whether it's an autograph, a face, a picture, like Mike Scott. With all due respect, 
Mike Scott's not going to be – Mike Scott will be gone in a year or two. And I get that he's great with the fans and he goes to tailgates and he hangs out. Why would anybody get Mike Scott, nice NBA player, but it's not like getting Shaq or Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or Wilt Chamberlain, who tattooed a lot of chicks during his playing days. Don't get me wrong. He left a lot of marks on a lot of people in many, many lives. He touched many lives, Robin, mostly allegedly 20,000 females. Trevor from the 203 says, Jeremy Roenick or Sammy Sosa, he would get. I'm assuming that's what you're saying, right, Trevor, is that you would get either one of those signatures tattooed? I wouldn't get anybody's signature tattooed. I wouldn't even get my signature tattooed on my own body until I start forgetting who I am, and then maybe I would need it. How about, how about, <laughs> you know what? If you kissed my ass, I would do, I would, would you do get, the lip on there? I would get your lips tattooed Yeah, on but my that's butt. fine. That's, that could be anybody's <laughs> lips, although, you know, my lips are pretty different. I at least have for an older dude. I would get some pretty way, nice lips. You would be kissing my ass for the rest of your life. <laughs> I like that. You are looking live. <laughs> it's the only way that's gonna happen. Wedge WX says Mike Scott in 1986 was not hittable. No, not Mike Scott, the great pitcher. Mike Scott, the NBA player from Atlanta, played at uh, played at uh, what did he play? He played in uh, in Georgia, right? Didn't he play in Georgia? Anyway. He's a good player. He did a good job for the Sixers. The guy's played 37 games for the 76ers, and people are getting the, his, his body parts tattooed. They're getting his name and his picture tattooed on their bodies. Seriously, man. No, Virginia. That's right. He's a Virginia Cavalier. Thank you, Trevor. Virginia Cavalier. And Mike Scott, I know, pitched for the Houston Astros in 1986. Come on, man. You think I'm that stupid? What do you think I am? Joe Biden, and I never actually fought some guy named Corn Pop. Nobody used those nicknames back in the 70s. Well, no, I, I, to be fair. Wait, where I were mean, you in the 70s, Robin? No, but I, I've, I've, I've read those stories. Back in the 50s, people had weird, you know, cuter names. No, they, they did. did. No gang members had Corn Pop. Not even dumbass rappers now who can't find new names to put out there would use Corn Pop. Maybe Lil Pop. See, if the guy was Lil Pop, that would be cool. Corn Pop? Nobody even ate Corn Pops. They were terrible cereal. Corn Pop was... No. It was real, I do believe. I Corn do Pop believe. was a cereal. I don't know. And listen, I grew, up in the, I grew up in the city. I grew up... I didn't grow up in lily-white suburbs. I grew up in a mixed-race neighborhood. It was predominantly black, the neighborhood I grew up in. So I was down with the brothers at a young age. Wilmington's William L. That's the guy that Corn jo- Pop that's Morris. The, that's the guy that Joe Biden's talking about. Yes. That's not a common name. You're making it sound like Corn Pop was a, a big gang name back in the 60s no, but and I'm 70s. I'm just saying that, that, that this person was real. He was 73, so he would have been. I'm not saying the guy didn't exist. And I'm not trying to defend. I'm more of a soda Popinski was, guy. That soda that that story that Joe Biden told <laughs> was just. Crazier than crap. Corn but pop was real. In this particular case, it was real. I'm, I'm just, I'm. But corn pop, I don't know why. Journalistic values here, that was real. But if you put corn pop in your name, I don't know if that would strike fear in anyone's hearts. Corn pop is not a, it's not a threatening name. Corn no, pop. No, you're right. I mean, maybe he ate the cereal. But if he was supposedly in a gang, see, I'm soda pop guy, because you know there's soda Popinski, who's one of the, the one of the foes. That Mike Tyson fights in Mike Tyson Punch Out. Uh-huh. Soda Popinski. 
But I've known, I knew a uh, big guy who was part of the Hell's Angels, and his name was Tiny. Yeah, but that's that different. Doesn't throw that's just that's just a play on either. words. But he was a big guy, right? Yeah. He yeah. Was so big, a big guy calling himself Tiny, you know that he's really not tiny, and he'll kick your ass. And he, a guy comes up to you and says, "Hey, sucker, you call me Corn Pop. You got it? I'm Corn Pop, bitch. Is that going to scare you, Corn Pop? It's kind of like that. The uh, a man named Sue. A man named Sue who has that name, they're going to be was a little no bit There was no man. It was a bit. Nobody's name was Sue. Ken, Kenny Rogers. No, it wasn't Kenny Rogers. A boy wasn't named Sue was, uh, was what's his face? One of the greatest country acts of all time. Know, Not Kenny Ken- Rogers. It wasn't a Kenny Rogers No, song? it was Johnny Cash. Oh. That's horrible oh. knowledge, Rob. Oh, I, I got to give you one of those right now. Are you serious? Ooh, that was bad out of me. That's not even like a fringe song. And now I'm going to have to play a little bit. There we go. Let's go live to San Quentin. Where ain't no guys named Corn Pop in San Quentin, baby. before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, it's not goody sound, even in a, in a prison. Joke, and it got a lot of laughs from lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle and I'd get rid, and some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head. I'll tell you, See? life ain't easy Don't for a you boy laugh. named Sue. Don't you? That's how it's. But that's why just, they're they're meaner. A, it was a joke. Well, I grew up quick and I grew See, somebody, up clean. So, so he probably left Corn Pops or something. His mom or his dad or his grandpa. Don't get rid of Johnny. Keep Johnny going here, Rob. He started calling him Corn Pop and then the, the nickname stuck. And then he had to become a tough ass because everybody called him Corn Pop. That's how that happens. Just like a boy named Sue. You mean Adamican Sue, the defensive lineman in the National Football League? I thought I'd stop and have myself a at an old saloon on a street of mud, there at a table dealing stud, such a dirty mangy dog that named me Sue. Well, well I knew well, that what can I do? was my own sweet dad from a worn-out picture that my mother had, and I knew that scar on his cheek and his evil eye. He was big and bent and gray and old, <laughs> and I looked at him and my blood ran cold, and I said, My name is Sue! How did How you, you do? See, I'm, I'm telling you, that's well, how the corn pop thing, and that's how coming became a bad This was a joke. Do we, do we, he, he, his name is Johnny Cash. The character Sue is a bit. It's a joke. It's a, Tony, what don't you understand? I am doing one of these association things as well, just like you do, except I did a crappier job because I didn't quite remember the real singer. <laughs> but I'm telling you that that's how, that's how a guy named Corn Pop is a bad dude. Now, it, now, Cujo knows says, I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown called Mike Mayock a corn pop. Now, he called him a cracker. What's worse, being called cracker or corn pop, Robin? There's so many things that we have to think about nowadays. Well, if you're being called a Ritz cracker, it's not that bad. <laughs> hey, what's the line about Ritz crackers? Everything fits on a Ritz? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Now you're making, not cornbread Maxwell. See, he was cornbread Maxwell. He was corn pop. Corn pop and corn bread are not even close. I don't even think they used corn in corn pops. And they still make that crappy cereal. 
It may be, of all the cereals, the worst cereal ever made. And if it was sold in Philadelphia, it would cost $7 a box because of of all the sugar in that son of a bitch. Corn Pops ingredient, according to Amazon.com, is milled corn, sugar, sugar, and sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Milled corn, sugar, corn syrup. Maple syrup. Uh, contains 2% or less of molasses. So the first, you know... Seven ingredients other than corn. sugar, 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 sugar. They, they need the sugar to keep the little bit of corn together. Yeah. It's like a binding agent, all the sugar. You know when you put stuff in the bond, like when you make crab cakes, but you use all the meat? You still have to have a little bit of binder. Yeah. Not a lot of binder and a little bit of crab. That's what I'm talking about, Robin. It's tiny <laughs> bit of corn, a whole lot of sugar and preservatives. You know what I always say when I think of sugar, Robin? Maybe the greatest song ever recorded. Uh, honey, honey, you are my candy girl. You got me you. Pour a little sugar on me, biatch. Honey, Robin, where were you when this song was a big hit? I don't think like, I was born yet. You were like that. five years old. <laughs> what, what year did this come out in? This late 60s. Okay, maybe. Oh! I don't know if I was born yet. Ah. Are you serious, Robin? Well, you know who the Archies were. Oh, I was. I was barely born. 1969. It's a good year. Barely born? Barely born. Barely born means that you were, could have been aborted. No, that doesn't. If you're barely born, that means you're barely alive. Yes, I was barely. I was just born. Wait, why do you always have to go to the negative? It was a negative? Yes. I've never heard someone say I was barely born. I was barely there yet. <laughs> I was barely. Pour a little sugar on me, Robin, please. I'm going to make life so mother hopping sweet, bish. <laughs> Mikey misses hair plugs. All I want to see is barely legal. <laughs> I'm going to make life so sweet. Hey, Tony, I have an observation that I really, really need to talk about. Oh, wait, let me have some water now. I can't hit those high notes on those up-tempo numbers, Robin. It's, it's something that has been disturbing me, and I, I, I made a confession to you this morning because I, I don't know if people realize this, but behind Tony, you can see uh, I always cast the show on the big screen behind Tony, yes. and then he has another TV in front of him so that he can watch games and stuff that's going on live. That's how can he, he can do the live updates. It's like a sports bar without the excessive alcohol consumption. But, um, but just to have something on the screen, especially, on especially if there's guests in here, then mm-hmm. that way they can see the, uh, the, the, the text room, the, the text board up on the screen, and it's easier to read. So whenever I am looking at you, I can... In the bad, you know, out of the side of my eye, I can see what's behind you. 
Mm-hmm. And I've been noticing something that is disturbing, and I, I mentioned it to you last night, that I have um, resting bitch face. Resting bitch face is a thing. I did not know this. Yes. And I would never say that to any woman, no, including but I, the bitchiest bitches I've ever met. But I do. I do. If, if I am not conscientiously doing sort of a little smirk or a smile, my regular face makes it look like I'm not happy. And Resting is, bitch face. Yes. Resting, it's, it's for real. It, and and, and, and I, I just want to let everybody know that I'm not angry. No, I don't need to smile because I get that all the time. If I'm just walking, people are like, hey, smile. It's not that bad. I'm like, I didn't think it was that bad. It's just that... I realize that I have resting bitch face, and the older that's that a big getting... admission for you to make, Robin. Yes. Not how many women will admit that they have resting bitch face. How many? I don't know, but I think that it's it's and and I think that as I've gotten older, you know, you get laugh lines and things like that. Things loosen. It's up. It's called the aging process, the Robin. The aging process. I think that my bitch face is getting worse, and and so like like if I do this. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. You're you're now saying that there's only one way to get rid of resting bitch face, and not having a couple of cocktails that gets rid of everything, well, every mean, imperfection. Other, at I, least in the, the eyes of people who see you and say, you know, I'm looking across the bar there at Robin. I don't know she about looks her. Angry. She, she looks like she's got resting bitch face to me. There is such a thing. <laughs> there is such a thing, Tony Bruno. And if you, if you did you look it up? Uh, I'm asking people on Twitter now. I'm asking people, resting bitch face, do you suffer from it? But, Tony? Yes. I found out. And it's a real deal? It is a real deal. And, and you, there's there, a cure? There is a cure. There's a and cure for resting not, bitch face? I am not I thought it was usually divorce was the cure. But then again, what do I know? No, that's, that's the cure for the person that's with the person that has resting bitch face. But not for the person who has resting bitch face themselves. <laughs> Wait, as we saw these people sing this live, Robin, you're saying that Ashford and Simpson knew what was going on a few years ago. I don't know. Did when they, they know? sang this great, great, not resting dick face. No, that's somebody else. There is, but there is a cure, Tony. I, because you kind of agreed with me. I didn't agree with you, Robin. I would never say you have resting bitch face. No? How about resting shit face? I think I have that tonight at, <laughs> at, when we go out to uh, Screwballs, baby. Remember, we saw the Ashford and Simpson live yes, in Oakland did. in a club. Now, how great was it? They found a cure, baby. I have found a cure. Oh, yeah. Tony Bruno, I have found a cure, and I want you to see it. By the way, you saw that uh, the... Prime Minister of Canada has resting blackface issues today. Yes. Resting bitch face is now a curable fix by plastic surgeons. Of course, women... everything. Gee, so now we're going to have Dr. Resting Bitch Face commercials, yes, right? Yes. Women are flocking to this. And I get it. Hey, I get this 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 idea. It's not about the wrinkles. It's that I am tired of people coming up to me and going, Robin, what's wrong? Robin, why so sad? Robin, why so angry? 
No, I'm not angry. I'm just resting my face. I call that MILFs or women over 40. But look, look at, look at, so, so here it is. This is, oh, so this is now what women are trying, what women look like with resting bitch face. Yes, so on the left. And then what they look like after the plastic surgery. Yes, on the left is her resting bitch face. What do I have then? If, if, If it's resting bitch face for a woman, what does it call for a man? Resting asshole face? <laughs> <laughs> resting prick face? Resting prick face. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, resting prick. So look, look. <laughs> See? This is my resting face. That's so what? Everybody okay. has resting face. And then this. See, I like I like that. I'm, this is going to be on my bucket list. Well, maybe put it on your Amazon Prime <laughs> list. Can we? Does Amazon uh, our Amazon wish list on our Twitch page? We're going to have to do a GoFundMe. We have to call that Bill Pulte guy and say, hey, Bill, Miss Robin, she's on uh, a Twitch TV channel every day. People have been saying she needs money to go get surgery for a resting bitch face. I believe that should be covered in Medicare for all. Uh, I do. I, I do. believe that Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders will add that to the list of things that you will get for free if you vote for them in 2020. There is a cure for resting bitch face, my friends. <laughs> Cujo Nose says she still looks like a bitch after the surgery. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I look at that chick. When I look at that woman that they use in the picture to talk about women getting the surgery now, plastic surgery. Women get plastic surgery. So are the guys, by the way. Right. I would do that chick with the resting bitch face in a bar, and I would do her after the surgery anywhere else. Actually, I like her resting bitch face. Look better, to be honest with you. Do you? Yeah. She looks like the kind of bitch that goes into a bar and you're saying, that bitch is probably hot. She's probably really, really dirty in a good way. Mikey misses hair plugs. Absolutely. <laughs> Forget those little kids that need cleft lip surgery. Donate to Miss Robin's <laughs> resting, For resting bitch face. Bitch. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're asking you, <laughs> can you send us some bits so that Miss Robin will not be a resting... A, a, <laughs> have what? resting... What is it called again? Resting bitch face. Resting bitch face. It is a... I'm waiting for late night infomercials. Have you been sitting around watching too many <laughs> Netflix stupid documentary series that require you to binge watch? Maybe that's why you have resting bitch face. Maybe you should get up and walk around every once in a while. Go out and buy one of those things you used to put under your chin. The exercise machines. And those things you used to put around and have the machine go on and, and shake your body loose. That is absolutely ridiculous. Well, Tony, there's one... Is resting little Dutch girl face not, just not that bad? Resting little Dutch girl face <laughs> is just not that bad. That's what Burton Guess is saying. Burton Guess says, I think you have to actually be a bitch to be subject to resting bitch face. I don't know. I don't know. If you're going to be a bitch, you got to beat the bitch. So this weekend, ladies, if you are a victim of resting bitch face, you go out and you bitch slap another bitch. And then may the best bitch win. Well, all I have to say, Tony, is I'm glad I'm glad that you make me laugh so much so that I I can at least turn that frown upside down. Joe Quills, we're Sally Struthers when we need her most. Only twenty-two cents a day will keep kids of today from having resting bitch face. 
in their adult years, provided they live beyond the 10 years before climate change takes us all away from the earth. By the way, the, the people don't understand <laughs> that thing that Tony was mentioning where you would like. Yeah, there's all kinds of contractions. I remember my grandmother had one of those because she had like that little uh, the, the turkey <laughs> gullet thing going. You know, the, the what do you call that? Where it jiggles back and forth. Oh, the turkey neck. Well, it was like, but, but it, no, they call it turkey neck. But it wasn't just the when guys get it. They, when guys lose their chin line and then they, it all becomes one. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But it wasn't the whole wrinkly thing. It was just the one right in the middle. It looked like a I turkey. I thought they would call that a turkey. Uh, the turkey wobble wobble. What yeah. Are, what do you call that? Turkey neck. I don't know. But um, wait a minute. Resting bitch face has a Wikipedia page. No. No. Seriously. <laughs> but she had this little contraption that had like a chin rest, and then it would go down on here, and then it it was like. She was doing chin sit-ups. I actually, when I posted that on Twitter just a couple minutes ago, the people, it's blowing up now. Yes, I not only suffer from it, some might say I excel at it. (laughs) (laughs) And now pumpkin, Pumpkin Spice Football says, I love the resting bitch face. It's a turn on. I said the same thing. Because when you see a chick who's an attractive woman, Uh and she... Then that woman who's semi-attractive in that picture, did she look that much different from when she had resting bitch face and then had plastic surgery and then suddenly didn't have resting bitch face? I think she's more attractive as a resting bitch face because then, guys, if she's looking for men to uh, uh, say something to her, you say, hey, why the long face? Why are you looking so sad? Let me buy you a cocktail, darling. And I'll put a, let me turn that frown, let me turn that frown upside down. So you're saying that I should be, I should embrace my resting bitch face because I can get free drinks out of it. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I'm not saying that. You're the one who says you have resting bitch face. I never made that accusation. I'm saying I saw the story in the New York Post with a woman who had plastic surgery, the before and after pictures. And in the before picture where she supposedly thought she looked like she had resting bitch face, I'd hit her. And I don't mean in a violent kind of way. And then the picture afterwards, you tap she just looked like another bitch in a bar. I'd tap either version of her. I'm a guy. Yes, 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 you are. Yes, you are. By the way, is Sarah Jessica Parker horse face running in the coalition, uh, the cotillon at the parks on Saturday nice afternoon? Joke, See, that's not nice. That's not nice. And I don't understand. By the way, I've never thought you had a horse face. I didn't say that. That's what guys say. I, I, I never. Know. I never go there. I've never. And I I'll say why the whoever, long face. Whoever was on the phone, I apologize. <laughs> I know that I said hold, but then I didn't put you on hold. So uh, call back. By I the way, Alfred Hummel has just replied on Twitter saying there is an actual. There's a science of people.com and the science of resting face, the science of the resting bitch face, and how to prevent it. So in other words, you don't just have to go out and get plastic surgery for everything. That's the automatic answer. Oh, I'll just go get plastic surgery. There's apparently different ways, scientifically proven, on how you can prevent, get rid of. How to prevent, you can prevent it before it happens. Let's see. Got to read the story, Rob. resting face. Let's go to the update desk and the science of people. And your science correspondent, Miss Robin, the there's science a, bitch. There's a video. <laughs> <laughs> the science bitch. There's a video, Tony. Should let's go to the tape. Th- let's play this right now. Well, let's, first of all, let me 
because there's probably going to be some stupid commercial. Oh, no, there's not. Is everything okay? Are you mad at me? You should smile more. Have you ever heard one of these annoying phrases? Yes. If so, you might have... Resting bitch face. This is me. Resting bitch face, also known as bitchy resting face, is a malady that strikes women and the occasional man who unintentionally appear angry, annoyed, or irritated when their face is simply at rest. Mm -hmm. Basically, it happens to people who are too tired to smile all the time. The question is, is it real? Science says yes. The science of resting bitch face. When I was working on research for my new book, Captivate, check it out in this amazing promo right here, I stumbled upon some of the research of resting bitch face. In a study conducted in October 2015, Science Abe Macbeth and Jason Rogers science, from Noise Information well, Technology that's why I watch Science Channel used the time. company's face reader software to analyze the faces of celebrities who are known for their mean mugs like Victoria Beckham, Kristen Stewart, Oy. and Anna Kendrick. Yes. First, the scientists picked a neutral-looking face and fed it into the software. The software then read the faces and looked for any underlying emotions. Typically, a neutral face will register only 3% underlying emotions. This could be tiny traces of sadness, yada, happiness, yada, or yada, anger. Yada. But here's the kicker. What's the kicker, People bitch? People with RBF had double RBF. the amount of hidden emotions. The software found that RBF faces had 6% underlying emotions. See? And most of these were showing hidden contempt. I'm Jeez. telling uh, you. The science of resting bitch face has surfaced. But why? Okay, so now you know that resting bitch face is real. Why does it happen? Why? Here is my theory. Why? At the science of people, we get hundreds of emails from people asking us to analyze their profile pictures and resting faces. I have seen I a really pattern. don't want to watch the I've rest noticed. of this. I don't need it. She's depressing me. Tend to have facial features. So resting RBF. I, By the way, a one, a one, one from Cali 209 says, RBF, wipes, now available on Amazon. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm going to do more research, Tony, on this. Obviously, I will do this on my own time and see if I can cure this horrible malady that I have. Resting bitch face. Who knew? It was a national, national disaster. Yo, what's up, Ritz Cracker? I got hungry for a cracker. <laughs> I'm just testing out a new nickname Who's for you. Who's your starting fantasy football RBF right now, Robin? <laughs> those, those were really good samples, though, of the resting Beckham. Yeah, it's called Be Happy. Yeah, but, but, but sometimes, you know, it actually... Takes Why don't you smile energy. more, Robin? It takes energy and muscles. Are you angry? There's something wrong. See? Yep, yep, yep. I get so, it. And that's why. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not an attractive guy. When I laugh, I squint, and I have the squinty eyes and stuff. But I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I'm gonna get my my eyes are gonna get uh, crow's feet from smiling so much. You know what? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I'd rather that. smile too much and have crow's feet and and smile lines than be an angry bitch face prick which i believe is the male version i think you can get him at hims and hers and thems here's the shortened version of how to get rid of it because i actually just read okay they have a condensed version so you don't have to watch the entire video how to get rid of rusting bitch face when you are looking at someone look up at them it makes your eyes more open and less downcast use makeup to reshape your downcast eyes i do that already uh, replace your neutral frown with a small smile. I do that all the time. And then 
if you don't, if you're tired, just freaking own it. Own exactly. The, own Guess the what? Rest of I your get trip. tired. You know what I do? I lay down and I go to sleep and take a nap, and then I wake up and I'm beautiful. AF. <laughs> Speaking of that, we have a request for this song as we all right start start to wind it down, Rob. I'm gonna own my resting bitch face. I'm gonna own RBF. Damn it. And if you want to see Robin's bitch face up close and personal. You can head on out to King so of Prussia tonight. Robin will be. The resting bitch face will be in full effect tonight. And I'm warning you right now, if you come up to me and say, hey, Robin, smile. What's wrong? I'm going to say, F you. I'm owning my RBS. Smile, bitches. Smile, bitches. Here's a message to the newborns Waiting to breathe If you believe Then you can achieve Just look at me Against all odds Don't like this hard We carry on Living in the projects Broke with no lights on To all the seas that follow me Protect the asses Born with less RBF, isn't that Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Uh, no, that's not her It's, oh it's uh, R, uh, RBG RBG I can't, can't get all these initials figured out CBD RG3 Now RBG RBF. For those of you who are tuning in early or late, (laughs) um, expecting us to go another hour. We're not. We apologize. We are not going in another hour now because we will be going another two hours later. That's right. You're you're bitching that we're not giving you three hours today. We're giving you how many hours today, Robert? So we got to break this down, pack up the family truckster, put the animals, the cats up on top of the roof rack, and head on down the Schuylkill Expressway or up to King of Prussia, where tonight Harry Mays, Tony Bruno, Miss Robin will be in the mother humping house at Screwballs, getting you ready for Thursday night football, having fun as always. There'll always be great, great giveaways. Oh, you know yeah. my boy Joe Krause oh. will have all kinds of swag and shit. Or as some people like to say, Joe Krause in the house. I always thought that was his name. His name yeah. is Krause. Every, it's it's Krause. spelled Krause. But everybody calls him Krause, so I started calling him Krause. Well, I think it's a nickname because instead of saying Joe Krause, people just call him Krause. Oh, I see. Like baseball players. Baseball players do more than anybody else. So if you're going to call him Joe, just call him Joe Krause. If you're going to call him uh, by his nickname, just say Krause. Hey, yo, Krause. By the way, Robin will have the ABF on the Schuylkill Expressway during this trip. What's the ABF? That is the angry bitch face when we're on the Schuylkill Expressway trying to head west. No, that would be Tony. I don't get that. I am as calm and collected as possible on when I'm driving, but Tony can't. What, Wait, hang on, Rob. Hang on. We've got a bases loaded, top of the eighth, two-run ball game right now with one out for the fighting Phils. Braves five, Phillies three. Ooh, a close pitch right at the bottom of the zone called a ball. It's 2-0 with the bases loaded. Can the Phillies break through late and take a lead here in the top of the eighth inning? The excitement is palpable here. Very, very palpable, Robin. Very palpable. Um, And there's a swing and a drive. That ball is deep, and it's going to be caught at the warning track. One run will score on the tag play, and the runner goes to second, and all of a sudden, it's a 5-4 to four ball game. As Scotty Jetpack 
delivers the sack fly to center field, just in front of the warning track, but deep enough to score the runner from third. So first and third now with two outs in the top of the eighth inning, Robin. That's your baseball update. Dude. Dude is right. Dude is right. How about that, Scotty Jetpack? Bob from Valley Forge. These women need some BBC to rid themselves of the RBF. Oh, well, they always look for that anyway. That resting smiling, that resting bitch face when there's a BBC in the house. That frown is turned upside, upside down. Upside down. Everything's turned upside down. The frown, the, uh, the, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I. That's I, an RBF sack fly right there. I think I'm. I don't care what the Red Sox are doing. Nobody cares. The Red Sox suck and the San Francisco Giants suck. Which Yaz member did they bring out today? And I thought that was cool with Mike Yastrzemski and then Carl Yastrzemski, his grandfather, came out. Slapped a couple bitches down right there, Yawkey Way. What else are they playing for? Absolutely nothing. In the meantime, we got to get out of here, folks. We'll be back tomorrow. Don't worry. The sun will come out. Calm your tits and don't get resting bitch face. That's my tip of the day from Joe Carcioni, your green grocer. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And most importantly, God bless America. It still is the greatest country on God's green earth and even the not-so-green parts of the earth. See you later on at Screwballs. Screwball. for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. See you soon.